Well, hello, family and friends. Welcome to episode six of It's a Podcast Thing. This episode is going to be focused around the general government overreach that has more become more prevalent with um, the situation surrounding the COVID-19 and the pandemic. More people are taking notice to, you know, how much effect the government has in their lives, which to me, it's a little more understanding um, just coming from the sense of, you know, it is a pandemic, but obviously there are protests, there's dissent, um, there are people that are not very happy and believe because of this government overreach and this kind of so on that this is the overall reasoning for this virus. Whether it's more deadly or less deadly is completely irrelevant because the government is encroaching on your own personal liberties. Which you can kind of lean either here or there on that. But uh, coming, this is a conversation with a buddy of mine. I haven't actually talked to him in about, maybe in person anyway, in about three or four years maybe. Um... Two, three, four, five, oh shoot, almost five years actually. But a really cool guy. Um, he was a, uh, a hand out in North Dakota that I worked with. We both became supervisors around the same time. Uh, really, really cool guy. Uh, really down to earth. He's a army vet. Um, but uh, he goes by Rich. And uh, we'll go ahead and lead right to it. Thanks. This is Rich in uh, Idaho, in the Idaho State area. But uh, this is my buddy. I've known him for a long time. We used to work together in the oil field. And uh, what we were talking about is actually currently with uh, TikTok, they've actually had some people in the Senate in the U.S. Um, go through and make they're making rules and legislation to keep it off of military personnel because the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, actually has to these uh, companies. And he was talking about Huawei. So go ahead and go ahead and take off what you were saying with Huawei. So Huawei itself, personally, is basically they're backed by the Communist Party of China. Which means that they, the Communist Party, the government itself, actually has a say in their doings. So if they wanted to put spyware, malware, whatever they want in their phones, Huawei has no say about it. So basically, what I'm saying, what what it's getting to the point is, is it's not so much of a government overreach; it's more of a private industry overreach. But China is not. You know America, so they're they're actually a communist, right, right. They're a communist country, which means that they they have to go by their government rules, right? So you right. you understand that like they they've been cyber stealing for a very long long time, right? Yeah, yeah, they don't have the same copyright laws like we do, so they have a a big issue with uh, more or less stealing intellectual property. Yeah. So basically, if everybody goes to a Huawei phone, right, they actually have the opportunity to steal all your data on that. With that data, it would be 
that's why the government actually banned it because it could be secret data, it could be classified data, it could be top secret data, you know, on the Huawei phones. And then the government there can actually take it and use it against basically us or anybody else in the world. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I completely understand that. Like, um, you know, the 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 access, and, and I think this is kind of what the general topic is about this particular podcast is, is government access to private industry and personal information. Yeah. And I think that's the, the, what China is, I think is what Americans are scared to become. You know, they don't want to have the government being able to access personal information and so on and so forth. Even though, like we were talking earlier with the Patriot Act, also known as the NDAA, the, it's kind of, it's a rolling thing, right? Like every president since, since 9-11 has continually pushed the NDAA, even though it, it might like, and they, the, my big issue with that one, and, and it's really funny, like with, with all the coronavirus stuff is they made a big um, hubble about people, you know, the government coming in and encroaching on liberties, which, which don't get me wrong. I definitely, it's important for us to acknowledge and, and and be ready to make sure they don't overstep. Well, you know, like that's what Benjamin Franklin said, right? Benjamin Franklin said that one who desires to give up his liberty for safety desires deserves neither neither liberty yeah, yeah. or safety. You know, yeah, so, yeah. And I I had a I actually had an e tech that used uh, used to I used to love I used to use that phrase all the time, and he was an e tech that worked with me out at Bayou. Uh-huh. And uh, he actually told me, and he, he's the one who got me thinking about this because he was a big conspiracy guy too. So um, he, but he told me, I told him that. And he said that uh, he goes, but those are the same side of the same, they're the same different parts of the same scale. The more yeah. you have freedom, the more liberty you have, the less security you have. The more security you have, the less freedom you have. But it doesn't so have you to can't, be that way. But it, it, that's how it is, though. Because and 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 the, and let me explain it a little bit. So, like the in a completely anarchistic environment, let's say you know we didn't have government and so on and so forth, people would be able to do whatever they want. Now that would be one hundred percent, you know, free liberty, free reign. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily, you know, and and this is where the whole like you know wild wild west kind of ideas come from. I'm tracking with you. Yeah, because you know they they can do whatever they want. They they have the freedom to do whatever they want. Now, is it going to be completely violent all the time and people shooting and killing each other? Possibly not. No. You know, like it's that's not. I I would like to think that that humans in general today have a little more common sense and and they're not as violent. But it, it's it's hard to say. I mean, you you were you're a vet. So you, you, you were in wartime. You've been in places where people hated you for being you, you know, like I gotta, I gotta back you up on that real quick. Okay. Okay. People didn't hate me for being me. People hated me for a flag I was wearing on my shoulder. Okay. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the, the, the color of my skin. It wasn't the, 
uniform I was wearing, it was the flag on my shoulder that people hated me. Okay. Which mm-hmm. is a very, very, how do I put this? Um, more of a, more of a uneducated, you know, uh, help me out here, buddy. Uneducated fucking type of thinking. You know, just oh, okay, okay. So like an ignorant paradigm yeah. of some sort. Ignorant, yeah, yeah okay. Okay, I went to war. Uh, basically, I joined the service due to the fact that, hey, somebody bombed us on nine eleven. Okay, mm-hmm. I felt it was my duty to go back and pay back what they did to us. And the fact is, is that I didn't fucking join because I. Uh, you know, this is blah, 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 blah. I joined because this was my duty. I couldn't look at my grandson. I couldn't look at my son. I couldn't look at them and say, hey, dad, were you in Afghanistan, Iraq, or anything like that? You know, I was like, oh, no, I didn't go. I, If I didn't try, I couldn't face my children that way. Does, does that make sense to you? I, I can understand that. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. But when I tried... They said yes, so I was fucking. Uh, how do I put it? Uh, I was on the hook by then. <laughs> you know, they're like, "Yeah, we'll take you." <laughs> I was like, oh, right, 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 right. I tried. They want me. Okay, let's do this shit. You know, right, right. But with my unit, yeah. I, I tried and tried and tried to go to Afghanistan because that's the war I wanted to fight. It wasn't the Iraq war I wanted to fight. It was the Afghanistan uh-huh. war I wanted to fight? Because the Afghanistan war, to me, in my in my mind, was the more worthy cause, the more say, hey, these fuckers came over and actually bombed us. Sorry about the train, buddy. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> but the, these guys came over, they bombed us, they took down our towers, I want to go fuck them up. Okay? But right. that wasn't the government's war. The government's war was Iraq. It wasn't much Afghanistan more than Iraq. So when I right. joined, they're like, no, you're going to Iraq. So I went to Iraq twice, you know, Ah, first time, first time was a combat tour. Second time was a support tour. Yeah. Okay. Do you know the difference between the two? No, I was going to say, well, what's the difference? So a combat tour was my first tour. I'm a 12 Bravo, which is combat engineer, which I deal with landmines, explosives and everything like that and breaching. So that is what my MOS is. MOS is your military occupational service, you know what I mean? So, what that's saying is, like, I went out and did mines. That was my first, that was my my job. So, I would look for landmines, I would sweep for landmines, I would breach for landmines, I would breach any obstacle that they would come over, you know, but my second tour was a support tour. So, the support tour basically means I ran a gate. I rocked my nuts for fucking a year saying, you're good, you're good, you're bad, get the fuck out of here. So that's the difference. Oh, I got gotcha. <laughs> A combat tour and a support tour. Gotcha. You know I mean? so. Okay. All right. Yeah, so like, and, and I mean, so like I, I, I did an introduction for this. Um, so you, I, I, you won't hear this until the actual yeah. – release of the podcast but the one of the things i talked about was uh my my personal political beliefs i'm i consider myself a libertarian um if i have to frame uh some type of label you know but i mean would you consider yourself a republican i mean or are you 
I mean, military wise, I know most people tend to be, you know, uh, yeah, Republican (laughs) or somewhere in the conservative side, you know, so or in that conservative spectrum. Well, I mean, what do you consider yourself? Me, I consider myself independent. The reason is that because there's some liberal views that I like, right? Mm -hmm. And there's majority of Republican views I like, right? But that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that I'm going to vote all Republican or all Democrat. So in my aspect of this thing is is who's the best candidate for this? Because you got to do research, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So if you don't do research, you're just going by blind what Facebook fucking tells you. Or because that's, <laughs> <Especially. where> every- <laughs> that's where everybody's getting their fucking shit at. Right. You know? So, yeah. you know, you have to do research. Like, I got buddies in the sheriff's department, right, that served mm-hmm. me. So I'm like, who is my local sheriff that's running this year? Who do you guys want? All right. This is what you guys are going for. Look, Let me look them up and see if they're worth it or not. You know what I mean? Right. So right. It, it's. No, that's. And that. Yeah, and that that's definitely I've always like I for a while now, like when I really got into politics, um, you know, I've said it previously, I was really into a lot of conspiracy stuff. And I, I was I formed up I went from kind of an anarchist mindset to a libertarian mindset. Yeah. And then the as I got more I guess, pragmatic, really. Like, it just, it, there was certain conspiracies that I found holes in personally. They didn't make sense. And yeah. it kept dragging me more towards the center, you know. And and once I got to the center, um, I like the libertarian ideology because, yes. I mean, that, you know, it's, it's, it's limited government. It's voluntary. You know, the citizens are voluntary. They look at, they look at, things on an individual basis rather than a giant collective. Oh, and absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah. And in my, in my big thing, like I'm registered independent, but I, I my political views, I'm, I'm libertarian, but I was looking at it and apparently there's right wing libertarians and left or right libertarians and left libertarians. So I was like, I didn't realize that they diversified themselves that way. But well, they need to get rid of that I, shit. They, right. they need to go, are you right, left, or in the middle? You know right. I mean? It doesn't mean if you're right, libertarian, or left, libertarian. No, it's like, are you right, left, or in the middle? That's where you need right. to be. You right. Know? And right. This two-party system is what's fucking up everything. I agree. You know, I, you know, I, I, I was... I was so hopeful when the actually uh, Tea Party came out. I was like, "Ooh, third party, yes, let's get something else in here." Nah, right? Man, that, sh- that shit fizzled out in the heart. Yeah, <laughs> <What> the <fuck>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's weird. There's a uh, I, I have been trying to find. It's a comedy skit. I want to say it was a uh, either Funny or Die or. Um, one of those one of those websites but it's a little it's a little it's a group of friends probably like six or seven people and if anybody knows this please let me know it's been driving me nuts but i can't find it but it's uh they're all sitting in a room and they're 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 talking politics and one of the friends chimes up he's like hey what do you guys think about voting for a third party and they look at him and they go third parties can never win and he goes well why not he goes because nobody ever votes for him so, well, what if we all got together and we all went out and voted for them? Oh, they can never win. Why not? Because nobody ever votes for them. But what if we all vote for them 
Oh, nobody, <laughs> nobody will vote for them. Well, why not? Because they'll never win. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, man. Well, that's where it is. Is everybody gets stuck in these fucking party lines? You know what I mean? Right. Oh yeah. Like, and that's you, yeah. Go well, ahead. Go ahead. Finish. Well, what I'm getting at is like, everybody gets stuck in a part of your line where you have to be Democrat, you have to be Republican, okay? So, Democrats back in the day, yeah, they were for slavery, they were for this, they were this, you know, they were the conservative party of that. So, mm-hmm. you get all the way up to 1920s, and then the Republicans switch, and now they're the, you know, how do I put it, conservatives, and the de- Democrats were more of the... Uh, you know, progressives. So, you know, you, once you get into these party lines, it's like a hard time to get out. You know, right. like, oh, I'm for this, 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 this. No, dude, you need for policy. You need to be for this, you know, for what you believe. Right. And actually pull on for what you believe. And it's right. just the fact that once you get out of I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican, things open up for you. Like, you're a libertarian, right? Yeah. So, you understand that, hey, I want less government. I want you to take my fucking taxes. I want you to just leave me the fuck alone. Right. 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 And that's what a majority of the people want. But are you going to actually see a libertarian fucking party? Or president. I mean, there's a libertarian a party, but you, you can't even get... All they need is is 5% of the popular vote for a, another party to be able to get on the international debate stage, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but, but okay. they can't ever even get 5%. I think the last big vote, like with Trump and uh, Hillary, um, I had a buddy that was at Keene that was telling me that he was, uh, he was like, Oh, you got to, cause I told him I wasn't even going to vote in the primary. He's like, Oh, you got to vote yeah. in the primary. Cause I told him I was libertarian. He was libertarian as well. <laughs> And yeah. he's like, "Oh, you got to vote. It's going to be a good year for us. You got to vote." We got, we got three <laughs> percent. I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, people don't. They're so fixated on 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 party lines that yes. you you can almost see it like a religion. Like if somebody is left and and liberal, you can tell what they're into. If they're right exactly. conservative, you can tell what they're into. Like people start talking about religion or. Um, religion or or like abortion or it's like you can name off that stuff and if they're against it you know they're right if they're not they're left you know like it's so easy to kind of make these these devices and it's i honestly i think it's very important for people that are centered and Mm -hmm. and pragmatic to to really speak up a little bit like for example like the um are you familiar what tds is uh explain it to me i might be Trump derangement syndrome. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> Go ahead. So basically, basically what it is, 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 uh, uh, there's multiple people that talk about it. Um, the, the, the right will use it as a, as an argument to defend Trump and the, the, the left use it as a, uh, as a, as a kind of like a call out, like, Basically, like when they yes. get called a snowflake or something, you know, they consider oh, it some absolutely. kind of, you know. But the thing is, is, is basically what it means is it's actually a psychological, um, more or less an impairment where anything that Trump says, people have to turn it into something negative. So, well, 
That's and just what you're getting into, actually, in the media, okay? Right, so right, right, going right. into the media, the media is going to take anything he says and twist it, okay? Right. Well, well and, and wait, well, and, and this is what I, I brought this up in the intro, too, but you heard about the, the injecting the uh, cleaners, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, let's go ahead and put Lysol. He never said Lysol, but go ahead. No. He, he never no, said he inject Lysol into your drink Lysol. No. <laughs> no, but it's really funny. But, I mean, the, 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 the thing was, what he said, what he said, and, and, and me and my wife watched the clip, and we broke it down. Like, yeah. um, just, and, and we still both saw two different things. Like, she saw it one way, and I saw it another way. And, uh, yeah. The the uh, the the what he said, at least the way that I perceived it, was he was talking to the scientist guy, and yeah. and he said, "Hey, you know, he's like, we're gonna look." He goes, "We talked about this. We're gonna look into this." And, and you said you'd, mm-hmm. you'd look into it. We talked about this. You said you're gonna look into it. the disinfectants and and using a medical team to maybe look into being able to get that into the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I mean, it was. To me, it's a dumb question. Um, I don't think he said in any way, shape, or form, America, go inject yourself with cleaners. Like, I don't think it was portrayed as an announcement to the American people to go outside and inject yourself with cleaners. Dude, I wish you could see my face right now. (laughs) (laughs) But, but... But he did ask a dumb question. It was a dumb question. You know, as far as I'm concerned, as, as far as I know, you cannot inject bleach or any type of disinfectant into the human body, especially into the lungs. <laughs> so, uh, don't, 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 don't tell me this because I want you to try it. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see how well that works out for you. Right. Because my attitude and my fucking past, if you want to try it, go ahead and try it. Let's see how this fucking works out for you. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> because I am. I'm that Darwin award winner fucking I will slap you with it type of guy. (laughs) If you want to take his and say, hey, let's put disinfectant in my fucking lungs. Oh, my God. Right. I'm going to take some Lysol. I'm going to breathe in some Lysol. It's going to kill Corona. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's. That's. I mean, and and I saw something floating around social media. The guy was like saying uh, it was a hashtag, but it said, don't protect dumb people. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, well, it was like the one I had posted, right? It said, hey, you know, (laughs) don't say a word. Let's let this one play out and see what happens. Right. (laughs) Right. Because if you're dumb enough to actually put Lysol or fucking bleach in your fucking lungs? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stop and fucking think. Right. As we say in the military, right, we take tactical pauses. It doesn't matter if we're in a battle or not. Right? We will stop. We're getting shot at. Cool. Hey, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck can we do to actually mitigate this and how can we overcome this? Right. right. So this is right. what we did in battle. Right? right. So as I said to your audience earlier, um, I apologize. I cussed a fucking lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. But the thing is, is you need to stop. You need to look to the second, third effect of what your decision is about to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting at. 
what is your decision that you're about to make? What is the second, third effect? Okay, it feels good that you're about to do this, but what is the second, third effect of your feel-good decision? Right, right, okay. right. That will bring me into these feel-good policies that the Congress is actually doing right now, okay? Okay. So they're giving you $2 trillion, right? $2 trillion, but only $350 million is actually going to small businesses, right? Yeah. And you. Right. So where the fuck is all the other money going? Right. Okay? It's going to hospitals, right? No, okay. This is where I have a problem with the Democrats. You say that the Kennedy Space Center needs this money, okay? PBS needs this money. No, okay. They're a 501c3. Is that what it is? I For, think so, yeah. The, yeah. The, so they, that, private or uh, nonprofit? Yeah, the nonprofit. Yeah, yeah. The 501c3 nonprofit. They're actually getting money, you know, from us and saying, hey, we like what you do, blah, blah, blah. Here, here's some money. And they're tax free on that. Okay. Right. So, why the fuck, if we're in this pandemic right now with COVID 19, and hey, we told you, the government told you to shut the fuck down, you're right, and you need to fucking not do this shit till. March 14th or March 15th, whatever the fuck it is, but they told you to shut down, okay? It is to the government to pay you back, right? Right. That they need to pay you back because they told you to shut down. So you lost your profit. You lost everything. They need to pay you. I'm cool with that. Right. I'm absolutely cool with that, all right? But when the fuck are we going to open? Right. Well, yeah. and, 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 you know, they've got, they're starting to roll out plans and, and they made a big deal about Trump's little committee that he made. And, and I thought it was kind of silly because he, he took people from the private sector and then he had people from government and, and, you know, he had um, people that were actually opponents of him that don't like him. Yeah. He brought them in as well. So he has, he has a pretty um, eclectic group of people to, yeah. to come together and devise a good plan to reopen the government. Cause obviously, you know, there's still this disease is still new and there's still stuff kind of floating around that they don't entirely know about. And, and we'll get into the numbers a little bit, but yeah, the, okay. the, the thing is, is that like, let's say it is what it is and what, what people are claiming it to be right now. So you can't just dive back in and then, you know, open everything full, full bore. But if we go slow and, and, you know, kind of reintroduce, keep the spacing and people just keep up with their cleanliness, you know, you you can probably avoid fucking hands. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Don't drink it. Keep it on the outside, you know, but you know, you, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm a little bit, that's one thing I saw uh, an article that said that people that exploit the COVID pandemic for their own personal gain are going to be looking at 30 years in prison. Yeah. Um, I'm all for that. Like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't like anybody that is going to try to utilize this situation to their benefit 
it's like, you know, right now we're all, if we're all in this together, we need to act like we're all in this together. We shouldn't be looking to the parasites to try to pick off their pieces of, of what they can get out of this to make their lives better. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's let's recover. Let's get things back up and rolling and, and get going again. So, well, well, the thing is, is you're absolutely right. Right. We're fucking Americans. All right. We know what's going to hurt us. We know what's not going to hurt us. Okay. We know when to be safe, when not to be safe. We were doing lockdowns before they even fucking called the lockdowns. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It, 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 it's to the point that, you know, the government there is saying you need to do this, 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 this. We're already fucking doing that. All right? right. We we see the problem. We're addressing the problem. And yeah, okay. But you need to stop with the legislation saying, hey, you need to do this, 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 and this to actually reopen again. Okay. So majority of the public knows, say you're a tattoo artist, say you are a cosmetologist, say you're this, right? Mm-hmm. You already know that, hey, I need to wear a mask. My fucking client needs to wear a mask. And it's come to the point that if you were you in contact with COVID-19 in the last 14 days, blah, 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 blah. We're writing waivers. Goddamn waivers. Goddamn waivers. I'll get to that in a second. But it's getting to the point that we know what we need to do to protect ourselves. The government doesn't have to tell us that. Okay. Obviously, like like you said, there's definitely implications, and and I don't know like what county or how your county's doing with with COVID cases, but here in in Mesa County, we don't have a whole lot of uh, cases to begin with. We've done pretty well um, as far yeah. as not spreading it, but that in turn has <laughs> made people become very. Um, I I don't know, critical oh. of how we've been handling it, you know, because we don't have the cases. So obviously, why well, did we do this? You know, like if they're, you know, people are legitimately upset because well, you got to understand, okay, <laughs> is the COVID real? Let me get this out of the, out right now. COVID, yes, is real. Okay. Right. You will get the COVID virus if you don't fucking social distance. Okay. You got to understand the COVID right. is real, but the kill rate of the COVID is not what they're telling you. Okay. Yeah. No, but well, possibly it's, it's my thing with that right now is um, we can't test double jack. everybody. So until we can test more people, you can't tell what the mortality rate actually is. Well, you know what I mean? Like it makes it complicated, testing but the the issue the issue actually had it not who has it but who had it yes, yeah yeah the antibodies right well and and the 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 issues weren't wasn't necessarily the mortality rate as much as it was the even though there I'm not gonna there are people that are you know screaming that they're worried about their their family members dying and all that kind of stuff but it's not the mortality rate. It's the people that are flooding the hospitals and they can't mm-hmm. fill up, you know, they can't, they don't have enough staffing or the capacity to fill hospitals with these people that need ventilators and equipment and all that kind of stuff. That was yeah. their biggest concern. 
Now, as far as America goes, we've undershot oh, most of those models, you know, like, so, which is good, you know, I mean, it really shows that to, you know, we may have over, overshot our mm-hmm. parameters for how, yeah. how strict we were, but we've done a good job at least curbing the numbers, like not ending up yeah. like Italy or, you well, know, Spain. Well, well, or the thing is, like is that, like, so. you got to understand that they're on a socialist Medicare system. Okay. So you think Medicare for all, it's actually going to make it better for you. It's really not. Okay. Because once you actually get Medicare for all, once you get Medicare for all, what it's actually going to do is tell you that, hey, you need to fucking wait. Okay. Because we have all these people that we're paying for, and you're in this fucking line. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and I and I get that. Like with with Italy, they had an issue, and in Spain, the government went through in Spain, and they they found facilities where, like elderly facilities, where they had bodies left from people that abandoned yeah. the elderly because they had gotten sick or whatever the case might have been, but they left. It you know that's i can't really say like i don't think the argument for socialistic medicine lies in a national True. emergency because i think if we had uh let's say our hospitals would have gotten to the point where they thought they were going to get with with the models yeah. that they had developed I think we would have ended up with the same situation. We undershot a lot of our numbers again, yeah. which is a good thing. The, the, um, but if we had, let's say yeah. hit those numbers, the, the scary part would have been, had we been able to actually take care of it, you know, and that's the, right now they're, they're talking about a resurgence of the, of the virus. That's what everybody's kind of concerned wave. about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Second wave stuff. So, you know, people are, are they're, they're kind of like uh, here in Colorado, the governor called for like uh, additional beds to be kind of yeah. laid aside, you know, just in the event I of if that. something gets love real bad, which is. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a good idea. I mean, it is just in case, right? You got to you got to be prepared. Dude, at least prepare a little, for the worst, you know? but, you know, expect the worst, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. I had actually pre-recorded an introduction we kind of talked about it and touched base with it a little bit on what uh, we were talking about but there were a lot of points that um, we didn't get to to discuss and uh, a lot of uh, alcohol was drank in that process so there was a a little bit of editing involved but uh, I'm definitely gonna get Rich back on here because he's he's just uh he's he was a great conversationalist we spent so much time catching up though we might have actually veered off topic a little bit but one of the things i was talking about was my own personal belief as as or what i if i have to be labeled anything you know i I like to portray my political beliefs as as a libertarian um so the libertarian definition is libertarians we uh seek to maximize political freedom and autonomy emphasizing freedom of choice voluntary association and individual judgment. So that is what I believe is is the general pretense of limited government. But you have 
one of the things that I've noticed in my own journey and just kind of looking through like psychology and ecology and looking through the evolution of man, looking at through the tribalistic nature of the world, how things have progressed, how society has changed, looking through history, so on and so forth. Humans have to have some sort of weird guideline. Like it's almost like as individuals, we do really well, but as, as a collective, we, we just can't, we lose our moral footing which is where I think religion came in and, and played a big fundamental role in in trying to unify the tribes. But, you know, you can look at that the other way, too, because it divided quite a few people. It, there's a really cool map if you look at the history of um, Christianity or, well, world religions. Um, it uses a color graph through the span of, I think it goes all the way back to, like, 480 or 380 something like that but it it shows the you know the earliest religions on record and then as christianity and catholicism kind of swept across europe and then flooded back into the u.s it's like this weird color wave it's almost got this psychedelic trip feel to it um but i thought it was really cool if you get bored something to look up um one of the other things too it says uh thought this was interesting but it says libertarians share a skepticism of authority and state power but the diverge on the table excuse me diverge on the scope of their opposition to existing economic and political systems so one of the things that that i went as i was doing my research on on libertarianism was that the they have a left and a right which is funny and and Rich said that really well. I thought he said, uh, you know, there should be a center. And I think really most people are pragmatically like a center type person. And it's because of the ability to be uh, fundamentally moderate in most of our discussions that I think America has risen to the ranks that it has. There's a lot of talk. Um, Dan Carlin has a podcast called common sense i guess he hadn't put anything out in a while he's he's probably one of my favorite historian uh podcasters but he has one that's he talks about bipartisanship and uh we talked about that a little bit uh me and rich did but he talks about the history of um the rule of uh the road to caesar and he was talking about amplifiers and how certain people play a role in as as an amplifier and you get these swings that keep happening back and forth and people don't notice the swing until it's too late and then you end up with an authoritarian rule this is what to me that i've noticed long before this weird pe people freaking out about you know, staying home and having to wear face masks. I was concerned about this kind of stuff back when the TSA came around. And I was concerned about this stuff when the NDA came around. And then I was concerned about this stuff when you go back and look at all the liberties. And you look at, like, if you look at, um, I call him a prophet of truth, but look at Georgia Carlin's stand-up about um, freedoms and, and 
he, he talks about them being freedoms and privileges. And rights aren't rights if someone can take them away. They're privileges. That's all we've ever had in this country is a bill of temporary privileges. And if you read the news even badly, you know that every year the list gets shorter and shorter and shorter. You see how soon Yeah. Sooner or later, the people in this country are going to realize the government does not give a fuck about them. Government doesn't care about you or your children or your rights or your welfare or your safety. It simply doesn't give a fuck about you. It's interested in its own power. That's the only thing, keeping it and expanding it wherever possible. Personally, when it comes to rights, I think one of two things is true. I think either we have unlimited rights or we have no rights at all. Personally, I lean toward unlimited rights. I feel, for instance, I have the right to do anything I please. But if I do something you don't like, I think you have the right to kill me. So where are you going to find a fairer fucking deal than that? So the next time some asshole says to you, I have a right to my opinion, you say, oh, yeah, well, I have a right to my opinion, and my opinion is you have no right to your opinion. Then shoot the fuck and walk away. That would be the guy I would consider the prophet of truth, Mr. George Carlin. Rest in peace. But uh, there's a couple things to unpack in that, because I don't necessarily... I'm a pretty hope-filled individual, and I think part of it is when I hear things like that, like, I guess maybe that is a collective, the current collective, and who knows, maybe the future collective of government is and does not care about, you know, the general populace. Now, I think that is on the people and the apathy of the individuals on who they vote into government to be able to represent them. And if those people are not representing them accordingly or not doing the things that they would expect them to do, then it falls back on us and what we allow the government to do. So, just a thought. And I definitely want to pull in some more opinions on this. So, if you're interested, hit me up on our Facebook page or Twitter. Um, Subscribe, follow. If you have the Anchor app, you can send me a message directly at anchor.fm slash tbd dash podcast. Sorry, I had to remember that. That's anchor.fm slash tbd dot dash podcast. And um, you can register an account and you can leave a message and then we'll just have a little uh, conversating on here. Uh, converse a little bit and uh, it's just like a regular old phone call, but it's an uh, open forum. Good times. It's fun. But uh, appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening to it. You follow, click, like, acknowledge, share, whatever. But uh, hope you guys are having a good day and uh, take care. Bye.